Hello, friends. This is the Messenger Podcast, where our goal is to develop messengers whose lives tell the story of the gospel. I'm your host, Addison Bevere, and today I have Matt Joya in the house. Yeah, what, what? Matty G. How are you, bro? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking that. It's it's good to see you. It's good to see you It's good to see you in the studio. Yeah, it's good to be here. You just just look like you belong. Thank you. Just don't don't let anyone ever tell you you don't belong. Good, because... Zach was saying some things Zach earlier, was? but I'm just going to go ahead and dismiss that. Well, don't be too mean to him. He does edit the episode, so... And he does a phenomenal job. He does do a phenomenal job, but he could make you say something that you didn't say. So That's just true. be aware. Anyway, so today we are continuing our series on We Are Messengers. I, I'm a big fan of this series. If if you haven't listened to the episode that I did with Jordan, the last one, make, Fire. Sh- make sure to listen to it. It really does lay a great groundwork for this series. And the goal of this podcast is always to inspire you to see yourself as a messenger to the people in your world. But in this particular series, we're really honing in on this idea of we are messengers. Every single one of us. Matt, you're Everybody, a messenger. Yes. I'm a messenger. Zach's, Zach's a, messenger. a messenger. Sarah's a messenger. Yeah. Every single one of us, we are we've been entrusted with this. profound message of reconciliation it's a message of hope it's a message of promise i i read this during the last episode but it's second corinthians 5 and i love what paul says he says god gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation so we are christ's ambassadors or we are his messengers Mm -hmm. god is making his appeal through us so it's through us right that he is reaching the world i mean what a privilege he could have done it so many ways but he said hey actually i want to bring you into the fold i want you to be my messenger I'm going to put my words in your mouth, and the world is going to see my glory through you. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, we could have revival in here right now. That's <laughs> that's next level stuff. So today we're going to hit on another attribute of messengers. So in the first one, we talked about how messengers communicate. It's really yep. profound. Messengers communicate. It's kind of hard to be a messenger without that's deep. communicating. Can you just so slow I know, that like, down for everyone that's listen, taking notes. Listen, just try to messengers try to stay with me here. Okay. okay. Yep. We're getting out of the kiddie pool. I'm doing my best. Uh, I'm doing my best right now. <laughs> and today, today we're going to talk about the second attribute, which is messengers are goal oriented. They have yes. a purpose. It's yeah. like what we read here in Second Corinthians five. Like there's a message, a specific message that we're delivering to a specific audience. Absolutely. For a specific purpose, right? So there's a goal around this idea of being messengers and stewarding a message. So I want to ask you, Matt, as a messenger, Mm -hmm. how do you hear from God about your goals? You know, it's interesting that you ask that because I just had this conversation with God uh, about a week ago, and I was entering in this new season um, where I felt like God was putting some things inside of my heart. And that's really what a goal is, is getting what is inside of your heart, out on paper, or out in front of you. That vision that God has placed in your heart, uh, Proverbs 25, purpose in a man is as deep water, but the man or woman of understanding draws it out. So there is purpose written on the hearts of each and every single one of us. A goal is putting that vision in front of you and a plan attached to that. But I was talking with God, and I said, okay, God, he was putting some things in my heart, and I said, I really need to hear from you in this season. Anybody ever said that to God? I really need to hear from you. No, I've never said that. You've never said that. I can't relate to you. Okay. So (laughs) if there's anyone out there that can, this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. And he said, you know, son, you don't really have a hard time hearing from me. Your your problem is listening. And and I thought about it. We live in a society, um, and this is just inclusive to me. Uh, I hear this 
all throughout many churches and different circles that I run in that people have a difficult time hearing God. And, and I would venture to say, maybe you're not having a difficult time hearing God, but actually listening. We're bombarded with 20 advertisements every single day. Do the math on that. Try to break down your attention span. Wait, 20 advertisements every single 20, day? 20,000. 20,000. 20,000 advertisements. I was going to say, so that 20 inc- doesn't, I mean, I was like, what, 20? Are you ready for no, this 20, number? 20,000. 20. I was like, that was anticlimactic. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, could you have brought something different? <laughs> You're like, I already saw 15. I only have five more. Uh, th- that would include billboards, anything on your phone, social 20, media. 20,000. So think about how fast your mind is, because even when you're not paying attention, your mind is taking inventory of those. And so um, the average person touches their phone 2,677 times a day. So we're like addicted to our phone. The average person spends around between four and five hours on their phone. So just think about this, attention span. So you asked me the question, how do I hear from God when it relates to my goals? And I think this is how we all need to hear from him and follow the foots of Jesus. What did Jesus do? Jesus got alone. Jesus withdrew. Jesus went to a place alone, and he went and he heard from the Father because he only did what he, what he saw the Father doing, right? And so number one, I'd say you have to be okay with being alone. And you have to take control of your time to get alone. Um, secondly... And this is coming from a father of five, just for the record. Absolutely. I have five children. We're swinging for the fences for number six. I'll keep you updated. But I have a wife. I have five kids. I have friends. I have things that people that are entrusted to me. And so if I don't do this, then it's never going to happen. You're also the staff pastor of, of yeah, large organization. <laughs> yeah. And so you have to carve out that time. It has yeah. to be sacred. Jesus did it. And so we need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. And so one of the ways that we do that is prayer and and remembering that prayer is a dialogue. So yes, I bring things to God. God, I feel like you're bringing this into into my life. But then I have to pause. I have to be silent so that I can hear from him. You know, I was just reading SportsCenter, an article in SportsCenter the other day. And of course, this has to do with the Patriots. But this is good, okay? Because this is going to lead into my next point. Um, there's a third-string quarterback on the Patriots team, and he was, like, tweeting all this Shakespeare stuff, right? Like, all these quotes from Shakespeare. And Tom Brady responded saying, bro, study your playbook, okay? Like, that's great that you're quoting. But I, here's the point that I'm trying to make. I think sometimes we get a little cute with posting certain scriptures, and I know it's good for encouragement and everything, but that can't take the place of us just getting and studying, and being in the Word that's to good. allow Him to speak to us, because that's one of the ways that I hear from Him on goals. That's one of the ways that I hear from Him just in any aspect or arena of my life. And, and the last point that I wanted to make is, is through friends. I've set many—God has spoken through many of my friends, and that is the way that I've set up many goals. So, for instance, when I came to the ministry 15 years ago, I was not a very healthy individual— in, in the context of eating. I pretty much just ate whatever was available. And as I watched the life of John and Lisa, as I watched them take care of their bodies, Addison and Austin, all the boys, um, I started to realize, wow, this needs to be a priority in my life. If I'm going to run at a faster pace, I need to take care of my body. And as, I, as Addison and I matured as parents, I'm watching him, and there's some things that he's instituted with his kids. And I say, hey, I want to make that a goal in my life with my children. So goals sometimes are God will speak through your friends into your life. So that's a couple ways. No, that, that, was, that was a lot. It that was really lot. that yeah. was really good. Yeah, and you're an amazing dad too. I just have to oh, say that. Thanks, Ed. Thanks. I mean, Ed. this is this is someone who all the kids want to play with 
all the kids, yeah. every family run to Matt. Oh, well, and they want to play with Matt. Right back at you, man. So kid- the reason why I say that, and you don't need to say anything back. This isn't like a, we're going back and forth complimenting each other. I got one No, no, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it. The you reason why it. I say that is because you're someone who could be like, I'm, I'm a really good dad. Like, I've got this. Right. But you, you're still looking around you. You're living with, like, with your eyes wide open. And you're looking yeah. at what's around you. And you're allowing what you see, the insight that you gather, create greater foresight for where you want to go as, as a father, as yeah. a leader, as a husband, whatever it is. And I think, um, I think when our lives aren't oriented for or around something significant, we get distracted or discouraged by what's insignificant. And what you're saying right now about taking the time to get away, like we all know how bad technology is for, yeah. for attention span and all of these things. Like we know mm-hmm. that, but why aren't we changing? Well, it's because we don't have something greater to latch onto. Right. And, but when we find that why, when we find that something greater, right. that greater goal, we find the perspective to jettison those things that are mm-hmm. stealing energy and strength and vitality right. and potential from us. Well, that's why Proverbs 29, 18 says people perish for a lack of vision. So you can know all these things, but if you don't have that vision, then you're going to be lost. You're going to be wandering and you're going to be purposeless. So Matt, you're going to love this because you have a military background. You're all about discipline. But the two verses surrounding that verse in Proverbs 29 have to do with discipline. Yeah. Yep. So it's the whole idea that you have to be disciplined Mm -hmm. to be a person of vision. Absolutely. That doesn't happen accidentally. No. I, th- I think we have this idea like one day we're just going to be out doing whatever and then we're going to be struck by like genius in the form of a lightning bolt and we're going to have everything that we ever need to do what we need to do. No, and that's we just not how it works. It, it doesn't work like that. We don't mature by time. We mature by intentionality and discipline, taking steps and creating a plan towards that goal, towards that vision or whatever God has placed inside of your heart. And that, and that goal and that vision, it matures. And that's why it can't happen in a single moment because right. it's something that's continually developing in us where God's giving us new stuff, we're gathering new insights. So our idea of what we're capable of, the idea of what we're stepping into, it grows and enlarges. Absolutely. And that's, that's really neat. That's neat that it's this constant journey of discovery over the course of our entire lives. It's just like the example you gave of the father. If if you would have asked me to define what an ideal father was at 21, it would be completely different than what I think of it now at 42. And so, and I, and that's going to continue to ma- mature and grow as Christ, you know, is doing that deep work inside of me. So, yeah. So, Matt, how do you, how do you apply this, this idea of, of goal setting and, and, the idea of messengers being people who are goal-oriented, how do you apply it to the people in your world and how you lead them? You know, that's a great question. Um, and I'm going to share a testimony. And this might be a little bit of a... I don't think it's a rabbit trail, but it's not in the conventional thinking of goals. But I had this friend when I was in Bible college, and he was like right on the fence. Anybody have any friends like that? They're like right on the fence. They're listening to what you have to say about, about Jesus, but they're kind of like, I don't know. So I was inviting this guy to church, and he would come to church, but this is kind of where this guy was, was at. He would listen to the sermon, but he would read a book during worship. I kid you not. So here we are singing worship, and I remember at the time the, the biggest book was The Da Vinci Code. So homeboy's reading The Da Vinci Code while everybody's worshiping, okay? And then That's swear, um, as soon as the sermon starts, he put his bookmark in, and he's paying attention. So he was right there, and I felt the Holy Spirit said, you need to fast for him. And so I started to take that time that I devoted to eating 
and I would pray for him. And I, and the, but what happened was something I wasn't ready for. It was the longest fast that I ever, that I ever went on. And I felt like each day the Holy Spirit was like, again, again. I'm thinking of like that movie Miracle, the USA hockey team. Again, again. It kept kept blowing this whistle. And um, I I felt like my prayers were maturing. God was giving me like insight into this individual's life, which was changing the way that I interacted with him. And so we were getting into some deep conversations. Interestingly enough, we were actually working out together. And so imagine I'm I'm going days now without food, and I'm getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And this guy's from the Northeast, so he's like, dude, what the heck is your problem, right? But it means from the Northeast, so it sounded a lot different than that. And uh, I couldn't even, I could barely lift the bar, but I knew something was happening in his heart. The long story short, this guy ended up giving his life to Jesus. He named his, his sons after biblical heroes in the faith. He's been going to church faithfully, him and his wife. For, the, for years and years and years, and I knew that something broke, but I was open to what God was putting in my heart. He set a goal for me, for my friend, and I knew that by fasting and praying and interceding, he was leading to me to where I needed to go in a, in a way that I needed to open up to him, and which started conversations of him going down that road. So um, that's one of the ways that, that we do it. Uh, another way for people that are in your life, um, I would say that you know, I'm in a position of leadership. So I know that there are people entrusted to me. I know that there are so many people that have poured into me through the years. So I have a responsibility uh, to help shape and mold these individuals. So I want to have something to be able to offer them. So I look at the time that I spend with God in study and the time that I spend in prayer to be able to offer others. I want to know God and I want to make him known. I want to make him known to the people that are entrusted to me. So I look at, the, uh, I look at it through that lens. In fact, I was in a meeting with John the other day, and Addison, you were there, and he said something that I haven't been able to shake, and he said, think outside of yourself first, period. Think outside, you know, and it it reminds me of the scripture, esteem others higher than yourself. And so I started to think about those people that are in my sphere of influence and the way that I'm shaping and molding their lives. And I want to be one of those people that helps deposit something that's going to be with them for all of eternity. So I I think in regards to that, every single one of us are messengers and every single one of us has a sphere. And the message that you carry is going to mature through the years. It's going to mature by you being disciplined to set time aside to study and to hear from God. If you do not do this, hear me clearly, it will not mature. You will tell the same story over and over and over again. And there are so many Christians that are stuck in that place, that are giving that miracle testimony that they had back in 1986. And that's great. And we should share that testimony. But if you don't, you're like, I wasn't even born in 1986. I was born in 1986. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. I'm a Gen Xer. So for the record, there's not a lot of Gen Xers out there, but um, well, they don't talk about Gen Xers a lot. But the point the is... The lost generation. The, it is the lost generation. It's either baby boomer or millennial or Gen Z. But there's a whole generation of human beings out there. All right, okay? Matt. We're good. They're called Gen X. I'm <laughs> here for you. We brought you the 80s, Transformers, all kinds of awesome things. Thank you. Teenage Mutant Thank Ninja you. Turtles. I see you. I acknowledge you. you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That was for the Gen Xers Thank out you. there. Okay? But my point... <sighs> <laughs> You lost. You lost your point. So let me let me ask you a question. Yeah, ask me a question. Yeah, you lost your question. point. So let me ask you a yep. question. What is one practical thing yep. that our listeners 
can apply in their lives to grow in this area. This whole idea of being messengers who are goal oriented. Okay, so I practical. Wanna, I want to give you a practical step, but I want to give you some. So script. I don't want to hear transformers. Okay, I'm going to okay. give you some scripture behind it. Before I do that, though, think of a goal as a statement of faith. You're believing and trusting God that you are going to move towards this vision that he has placed in your life. Now, let me say this. Faith is not the absence of responsibility. You are going to do what you can to get towards this goal, and then you're going to trust that God is going to do the rest. Noah is a perfect example. Noah had to do work, son, every single day. But guess what? There were no books that he could read on how to put this ark together. There was no context for rain. There was absolutely no context. So every single day he had to go to the Lord looking for that instruction. But then once he got that instruction, he had to do work, son. Yeah. So you have to be willing to roll up your sleeves, get a little dirt under your fingernails to be able to do the work that it takes to get you towards that goal. But you're saying get the statement of faith. Take the time to articulate that. Take yes. the time to get it from your heart. Mm -hmm. into word form, which is challenging, and yeah. it can take time, but do it, and then continue to revisit that, right? A Go back to it again and again and again. And this is the scripture you need to write down for that, Addison. This is the goal scripture. If you get nothing out of, else out of this podcast, you going. need to write this down. Habakkuk 2, 3, it says this, write the vision, make it plain on tablets, plural, so he may run who reads it, for still the vision awaits its appointed time. Appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. It's If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. A couple of things I wanted to highlight there. Tablets. Put these goals down in multiple places, not just for yourself, but for others so that people can be involved in the goals that you've set for yourself. Number two, everybody that's setting a goal, you're going to have to grow in two areas, patience and persistence. It takes both. You need to be patient in the times that you're trusting God, and you need to be persistent that you're not just off veering off course. You're moving towards that goal. People with goals or a vision, they run to where they're going. People that don't know where they're going stand still. So if you want to move in this life, you have to have a vision and you have to know where you're going. A goal without a plan is a wish. So this is the practical thing that I would tell you is that Addison alluded to it. You have to write this vision down. You have to have a plan. People don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. We budget our money. We don't budget our time. Time is far more valuable than money. So every plan has steps that you can take. Every plan has a deadline and every plan has a schedule. So I would encourage you to write the vision down that God has placed inside of your heart so that you can run with that vision. Okay. So that's awesome, Matt. Two, two additional thoughts. Number one, <clears throat> if your goal is you, then your message or your life will be too small. Right. So if you're like, God, I want to, I want a goal. Like I want a vision for my life. Well, if it's begins and ends with you. Yeah, then you're, no, yeah, you just small. let's let's go back to the drawing board. So that's the first thing. The second thing is and I see this happen a ton, people will create these lofty goals, these ideals. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, "All right. That's it." Right. Like it's going to happen. So what I tell people is and that's a wish. Yeah, it is a wish. And it's great to define the outcome, but focus on behaviors. 
Right. So be aware of the desired outcome, but really spend all your time and energy on your behaviors because right behaviors will lead to right. desired outcomes. Yep. So it's like example of, of working out. Yep. Right. Like, yeah, we can talk like, I hey, man, I want to be 185 pounds, 6% body fat, like have this really clear idea of what I want to be. Right. But if I don't go get in the gym and focus day to day to day and focus on that rep, focus on what I'm doing, the exercises that I'm doing, how it's all working together to change my body composition, then what's going to happen? I will never realize that goal. No matter how specific right. I am about that goal, I will right. never get to that point. So we have to have both. We have to have a vision of where we yep. want to go, and then we also have to spend time and energy focusing on on our behaviors because behaviors create outcomes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And can I say one thing to that? You can, because um, you said you know d don't make the goal about you. If you don't, some sometimes people put calling in with goal. Yeah, and so they don't know their calling. That's one of the. The, the most common request that we have, how do I discover my calling? And I would say... That language right there is wrong. Like, how do I discover my calling? Even like... Is yeah, that where you were yeah, going? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. I stole so, your thunder. Go. No, no, no. You're okay. Before... If you don't know what you were created on this earth to do, I would focus on who I'm becoming on mm. this earth. And so God wants to work on your character. And so I would dive into scripture and I first and foremost, study out your identity in Christ. And I think from that place, you will begin to see that you were created in the image and likeness of God and the things that he is passionate about, you will become passionate about. And so sometimes people put themselves in a box because they're just trying to think about that thing. Am I called to that preach? One Am I thing. called to write? Am I called to make movies? Am I called to whatever, fill in the blank? Yeah, well, that's good, Matt. And, and Matt, thank you for being here today. It's yeah. always good to have you in the studio. Yeah. I love your passion. We've been friends for 15 years. Yes, 15 and I've, years. I've seen you go through so many different seasons of life. I've seen you pursue the call of God in your life. I've seen you be goal-oriented. So thank you for lending your wisdom today. And for all of you listening, man, we love hearing from you. So take a minute right now. Stop what you're doing right now and click the subscribe button if you haven't already. And write a review. That helps us so much. It helps us know what to share. And then also let us know what some of your favorite series have been and why. And I want to highlight a review from J. Ben W. J. Ben W., we see you. J. Ben W. writes, these guys are walking the talk, sharing the wisdom they've learned along the way, all very relevant topics without avoiding the important and sometimes controversial truths we all need to be tackling in our lives. Thank you, Messenger International team. J. Ben, thank you for taking the time to write that. Thank we, you, J. Ben. We do read these. Yes. So yeah. we read them. So please take the time to write. And also, I want to remind you, we've been mentioning this um, recently, but we have something called All Access, and it's a phenomenal community that's budding. We have over 2,000 people in it. People are talking about what it means to be a messenger. People are discovering their calling. People are figuring out what it means and what it looks like to be the people of God. It's really cool. Raising healthy families, navigating marriage, all that kind of stuff. It's It's got tons of great content for you. We've got workbooks. We've got We've got coaches, coaches. that will create a growth track for you. So talking about goals, you I know, mean, there are goals in discipleship, where you want to be, and these these coaches will help you walk that through. It's loaded. And because y'all listen to the podcast, you can actually get a month free trial. Boom. Yeah, mind blown. So check out Messenger Podcasts, that's plural, messengerpodcast.com forward slash all access, messengerpodcast.com forward slash all access, and join the community. We'd love to see you there. Love to have you there. It's a lot of fun. And as we go today, Matt, you have anything else? No, no that's, that's it. It was All an right. honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you on. I want to send everyone off with the message that I always send them off with, that you are a messenger. Yes, you listening, you are a messenger to the people in your world. Your life is a message. 
So lean into God's grace and watch your world change. Until next time. Thanks for listening to The Messenger Podcast. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review and be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can connect with us through Facebook, Instagram, and through our website at messengerinternational.org. Until next time.